Hello, and welcome to Not a Couple. We're back. Season three. Hi, so welcome back. We're, Hi, everybody. How's it going? Uh, I'm Tess. I'm Matthew. And uh, this is Not a Couple. It's we a, missed you. It's a Will and Grace podcast. <laughs> yeah. About Will and Grace and friendship. Friendship. All right. So if you aren't familiar with the show, pause now. Go back and listen to the first two seasons. I mean, to be fair, who's going to listen to the first episode of our third season? He says before a million people listen to it, hopefully. Yes, this is suddenly when we get famous, yeah. is this episode. Okay. Where do things have happened? Quick poll of our listeners. When you listen to other podcasts, are you a binge listener where you go back to the beginning and listen to all of it at once? Or do you jump in midstream, regardless of everything that's happened and miss all the inside jokes? <laughs> I'm not saying that I have a preference, but like, go back and listen to the first two seasons. But we love you. Yay! Thanks for listening. Several weeks later, when you return. <laughs> uh, so we're on season three now of Will and Grace. Yes. Which is exciting. Um, it's kind of cool that we're doing this now because every single season that goes by, like, more and more Will and Grace stuff starts happening. Mm-hmm. They're talking about the new season coming in August or yes. September. Yes, it's supposed to be coming up, like, soon. Which like, is crazy. Which is insane. Um, so, we're excited. Uh, another bit of uh, initial business. We're moving. Yes, we're moving. Literally. Uh, so and metaphorically. And also metaphorically. So, listeners of the show know we have currently had a number of problems with iTunes. Yes. So we are moving our RSS feed so that it should hopefully resolve those issues for you all moving forward. If you're listening to this, it's working. Hopefully. So yes, um, it's The should... idea is that you haven't you can't see any change. Yes. So ideally if you don't listen and don't plan to download via iTunes, nothing will change. We'll right. still upload on Mixcloud and everything for right. you. We will just also be hosting the podcast through another server yep. so that it should smooth out the wrinkles with iTunes and you should be able to download yes. to your heart's content. On the other hand, if it's screwed up with your subscriptions... Um, uh, make sure you resubscribe. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a new place where you can learn about that. During the break, we set up our first ever Facebook page. Yes. So it's uh, facebook.com slash not a couple. Very simple. You should be able to find us pretty quick. It's only got like a couple of likes so far. We haven't, like it. We haven't been posting too intensely, but we will pick that up now that we're recording yeah. again. And I think it's uh, it's just there for you guys. So yeah. hopefully you enjoy that. Just say beautiful things about us. Draw, um, draw us pictures, make mm-hmm. posts, write us poetry, whatever you want to do. Curse at us. Well, I mean, we'll take it down, but we'll appreciate the attention. Only if you say certain swears, because our mommies might like these Facebook pages. <laughs> but speaking of moving, we're also literally moving. Yeah. So we are coming to the end of our arrangement for our home. Yes. Let's uh, put it that way. Uh, so for folks who aren't maybe as familiar, Matthew and I are actual roommates, yes. like in real life. So we live in an apartment right uh, now. Right. And so we've been here since we started doing the podcast and a little before that, obviously. Yes. But we will no longer be living here very soon. Yep. So unfortunately, it does mean that we will probably have to take a week off just for moving, mm-hmm. but we hopefully aren't moving too far away. So it shouldn't yeah. be more... Than a week-long interrupt- interruption. And we, we chatted about it a little bit, and we think we know the exact strategic place to take a break. We're going to collaborate on that and mm-hmm. chat a little bit off mic, and when we know what we're doing, you'll know what we're doing. Yeah, so just be on the lookout for that so that there isn't some random Thursday in the future where you're like, where is my not a couple? I need a fix. I need a fix. <laughs> you can always listen to an old episode. Yes, we have an entire archive of two full seasons. Woo! Woo! All right, is that all the housekeeping, Rosario? I think that's all the housekeeping. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's talk about the episode. All right, great. So we are on season three, episode one. Yep, it's called New Will City. All right, let's read the episode description. Okay, so Will returns from his Caribbean working vacation to find that Grace has found a new confidant in Jack. Gasp. 
Meanwhile, Karen frames Rosario. <laughs> <laughs> that is that's very succinct and accurate. I think the the framing of Rosario is exactly as succinct as it needs to be. I mean, the the whole point of this B plot is just to provide a bumper for the A plot, I think. I mean pretty much. Because the A plot is almost like two pronged. Yeah. There's just there's so much going on in the A plot, which we're gonna get to in a minute, that I think it's worth just acknowledging that the B plot is sort of limited, but probably in a good way. Yeah. It's, it's kind of just a long running joke about Karen experiencing coming. guilt and right. other emotions. Right. So they're in the Virgin Islands, which seems to take up a lot more of the episode than I would have expected. Yeah, I was actually quite surprised to find out that's where they were because mm-hmm. the way that it sounded, it was like Will had run off to like the other side of the world, not right. like a couple Virgin hundred Islands miles off like the coast. The least Caribbean, Caribbean island. I was gonna say, I've never been to the Virgin Islands, but I know you have. Yes. Can you tell us more things about them? The Virgin Islands' most defining characteristic is that all of their canned soda tastes bad. Okay. And when you get dropped off at the airport, sometimes you have to walk to your hotel. All right. And so they don't let you do that on the British side if you don't have a passport. Yes, I do remember that being Three a thing. Three things about the Virgin Islands that you did not know, maybe. Yes. So Matthew went to the Virgin Islands when we were in high school, mm-hmm. which, again, for new listeners, we've known each other since high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and his mom didn't have her passport written in time. I think it was my dad. Or your dad. But anyways, they were supposed to go to both the American and the British Virgin not. Islands, and they could not. Apparently, the British ones are really good. I've never been. Mm-hmm. Listeners, tell me how they are. Uh, I, th- I know they drive on the left there. Yes, it is very confusing that way. I, I'm assuming they aren't connected, though, the islands. They're just near each other. They're really close, though. But, like, they don't like, have, like, There might a be road. a bridge. Are there bridges? I don't that know. That would be confusing. What do you do on the bridge? Which side of the bridge do you drive on? Oh, my God, I'm driving off the bridge! <laughs> um, but anyways, they come back from the Virgin <laughs> Islands, and Karen gives Rosario all of her customs illegalities. She's trying to smuggle some black pearls. Yes. Okay, I have to tell you, can I confess? So yes. when Karen is doubling over in pain with the guilt... I just assumed that she had eaten the pearls, yes. No, I assumed that she had smuggled bags of cocaine in her abdomen <laughs> and they were bursting. That would and have been I really went, dark. I don't remember this plot line. <laughs> that would have been really dark for this show. Yes, it would have, but that was that's where my brain went. I just went, mm-hmm. oh no, she shoved them up her butt or swallowed no. them and they burst in her... No, she just feels guilty. So then she goes and saves Rosario, and there's a kicker at the end where Rosario kicks her. Mm-hmm. And probably commits other physical abuses. But, you know, their relationship's just kind of like that. So. Yeah. But yeah, so anyways, that's the B-plot. Uh, Karen kind of frames Rosario for smuggling some black pearls. And, Rosario, and now you know. I weirdly had a question. I'm sure it wasn't impacted if they were in the U.S. Virgin Islands, but like I was afraid that Rosario's immigration status would become like a problem. Yes, I think probably if we go through this episode with a fine-tooth comb, they refer to it as the wrong thing because they are not technically coming in from another country. Yeah, because I was, I again, never been to the Virgin Islands. Don't know if you need to go through customs. I'm sure you didn't in the early 2000s. Right, especially pre-9-11. Yeah, I, I think referring to it as customs is wrong specifically for that reason. Unless they were in the British Virgin Islands. Maybe. So anyways. But Rosario is... wouldn't be affected because isn't she married to Gardner now? I don't know if she's married to Gardner. We know that her and Jack are divorced. Right. But I'm anyway. assuming that means she got her citizenship. Clearly she made it. I don't know. This is just me being like 2017, like concerned about like her documentation as an immigrant. <laughs> like I'm like, I don't want her to get deported. Oh no. So that's just my little social justice warrior problem. Right. As like a person. Okay. Anyways, the main plot of the episode <laughs> is all about Will and Jack and Grace. And I think before we really get into the plot of it, I want to talk about about how it kind of has this whole premiere has like a theme of change and 
What are you doing? You're oh, making... Sorry, I was just dancing about changes. Oh, you're dancing. You know yeah. we're on a audio podcast. Yeah. Not a video one, right? You weren't supposed to comment. <laughs> <laughs> Why you gotta make it weird? I'm, I mean, I guess the last time we did this, we were on video. So. That's true. But oh. uh, it's, it's all about these characters trying to desire change, but mm-hmm. also like afraid of change at the same time. Yeah. It's, Especially Will. It's definitely... Will's entire plotline this episode is very change specific but you know you also see that with like uh jack and grace like but wills is is just so much more like obvious like he it's front and center he's returning home from the island which also kind of made it seem like he didn't need to stay on the island as long as he did i i I understood the island plot a little bit better so for those of you who do not remember or didn't listen to us before at the end of the season two finale will goes to apparently the virgin islands Mm -hmm. And ends up getting made a partner. But I, I, I'm realizing now it's he was made a partner specifically so that he could stay in the Virgin Islands. Oh. And deal with clients there. Oh, that seems like... Or a, something. That's because, weird. Because Karen has a throwaway line about how she's, he's not going to be a partner when he goes back to New York. Yes, she also has that throwaway line while uh, Stan's disembodied hand just comes up on screen and grabs her breast. <laughs> and that just really honestly kind of like blocked my ears for the rest of that scene. I didn't know what happened. So... Will is trying to return home because the change that he created at the end of last season didn't work. Mm-hmm. But he comes home to find that things have changed and now Grace and Jack are really close. Yeah. Um, and he's he doesn't know what to do with that. Yeah, he's like, because from the first two seasons of the show, Grace and Jack kind of have like a frenemies mm-hmm. sort of scenario set up. Like, yeah. they get along sometimes, but they also are really bitchy towards each other sometimes. So when Will comes back, Grace and Jack are, like, actually friends. Yeah. Like, they hang out. Um, there's a beautiful moment where Jack is teaching Grace the choreo for Oops, I Did It Again. Yep. Which... I played with your heart. <laughs> I'm lost in the game. <laughs> yes, that was beautiful. Oh, baby, baby. I also really appreciated that Grace was literally wearing what appeared to be red leather pants at yes. that moment. That was Grace a has great... some great fashion choices this episode. She actually does, except for that weird, like, yoga tennis-looking thing that she wears in the middle of the episode. I don't like that one so much. But <laughs> normally I'm a big critic of uh, Grace's fashion choices, but... But not today. But not today. So Jack and Grace are, like, they're friends. They mm-hmm. hang out. They talk. And that's very threatening to Will. Yeah, absolutely. Because Will is always, like, number one in Grace's mind. Right. And that's, like, a very... Like, almost like a linchpin of their relationship mm-hmm. is how much Grace needs Will, and not necessarily the other way around. Right. There are several episodes where Will makes the point that he doesn't need Grace, and he's often wrong in he's that episode. literally always wrong, <laughs> as seen by the season two finale, if you ask me. Right. Which you did, because you're listening to this podcast. But I think it's interesting, specifically, that Will doesn't want change anyone else to change. No. He wants to know that he can make changes knowing that he has the ability to reverse those changes with no consequences. Right. And that's not how the real world works. I mean, yeah, he's been gone for three months, mm-hmm. like, and Jack is living in his apartment, so yep. he's across the hall from and Grace. And that doesn't change by the end of the episode. No, so that stays the same. So it just makes sense. Grace and Jack already know each other. Jack's probably missing Karen because she's on the island as well. Mm-hmm. So, like, it makes, it makes sense. It makes sense that these two people who already know each other would gravitate towards each other when they're, like, kind of lonely without their yep. friends. And become Friendship. close. Friendship. Yeah. I uh, I think it's a fascinating plotline. Oh, I just, I felt like Will was just like dealing with some very real feelings of jealousy as well, mm-hmm. which you don't really see too much with Will, right. which I thought was... Because Grace doesn't really have any other friends. Right. Or at Will least, has Jack. 
really, Grace doesn't have any other friends that are to that level. Yes. There's like Robin Ellen. Right. But like, there's no one that like Grace would like go to for romantic advice. Yes. Or anything. Except now she's going to Jack. Yeah. So we, we just see these couple of beautiful moments. Um, The first one being Grace and Will start the episode off on the phone and she's discussing how she's still dating weird Josh. Right. And Ben. Right. Will's boss at the same time. And she's decided that it's getting kind of difficult after three months to continue dating both of them, and she wants to cut one of them loose. Yep. And so she asks Will, like, what should she do? Who should she pick? And then he has to go because he's working. Right, so he doesn't give her any answer. So he doesn't give her an answer. And so when he comes back and he lands, uh, she had just finished a conversation with Jack, in which Jack's like, nope, I think Ben's the one for you. Mm -hmm. I think something about... Josh just doesn't sit right with me, and I think yep. you need to let Josh loose. And as soon as Will shows up, he's like, absolutely go for Josh. Ben isn't for you. And so right. Grace is torn. It's this fantastic interplay. I think it's also very funny from a meta level mm-hmm. that the plot from Grace's perspective is that she's choosing between Josh and Ben. But she also it also feels like she has to choose between Will and Jack. Yes, she's choosing. Or at least that's how Will feels about it. It's like Grace is choosing between two men while choosing between two men, yes. I think is what you how you phrased that yes. earlier. Well, and I think it's interesting that Will chooses the man for her who's very much like Will. Yes. And Jack chooses the man for her who's very much like Jack. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yes. the, it's not a particularly subtle piece of, <laughs> of meta television, but it, it really is effective. Yeah, it is. And I mean, like, this is pre-peak TV, so I feel like we'll give it credit where it's due, where it's right. being meta, so it's good a, job. It's a well-laid plot. Yes. Yeah. It's, uh, it's not obvious, mm-hmm. but it definitely helps create, like, a resonance in the plot of the episode. Yeah. It gives Grace's plot a little bit more weight than it would have if she was only choosing between these two guys and there wasn't that added level of it. Right. So it's, yeah. So she's choosing between two guys and two gays. And that Mm -hmm. does not sit well with Will. Right. Because, and so we see this scene where after Will gives her his advice, which in his mind is like, you know, the hand of God reaching down to like interfere in your life. He (laughs) catches Jack across the hall, hanging out with Grace. And they're like kind of in this weird, like cuddly position where she's- Is she braiding his hair? She's like massaging his head and he's doing her toenails, I think. Yes, I think that's- And they're draped over a chair and um and so they're, they're talking and he's going yeah no I just really think that Ben is for you and she's like I think you're right mm-hmm. I don't think Will was right on this one mm-hmm. and like and Will's really hurt by it yeah he doesn't like storm in and accuse them which good for him I guess which I guess is good that it didn't go for the, the most tropey of television things right, right. but he does kind of like slink off like a puppy with his tail Poor between William. his legs but he's clearly so jealous and you see that also in that scene where when Jack is leaving and Grace is there and they have their, like, almost, like, secret handshake thing. Yes. It's really cute. And it's like it's, a secret handshake. It's really cute. And it's just, like, a thing that, like, you know, you see just close friends do sort of stuff right. like that. And then Will, like, is like, what was that? And they're like, oh, it's just, like, a thing we do. <laughs> and then when Grace leaves Will, like, later in that same scene, he kind of tries to replicate it. And she just kind of, like, is like, oh, honey, no. Like, <laughs> that's not your thing. I think the idea of exploring friendly jealousy or friendship jealousy Mm -hmm. is really interesting too. Um, It's something that the show hasn't touched on a lot, a lot. Right. And every time they touch on it, it always seems to be coming at it more from like the perspective of Grace is jealous. Right. That like when you have that episode in season two, where uh, Will's friend from high school comes back and asks him to be a sperm donor. Right. Like, we see Grace's jealousy there. And we saw a little bit last season with Val when Val came back. Yes. Like, Will was a little jealous there, but it, it 
turned very different very quickly. Right. But, like, even the first time we met Val in season one, it was Grace being jealous again. Yeah. So it was really nice to kind of see them turn that on its head and make Will jealous and have him be kind of, like, reasonably jealous. Like, yeah. his I mean, best friend is best friending with another best friend of his. I would be upset by that. Yeah. If I went away for three months and came back and you were best friends with someone else really close. I mean, like, to be totally fair, you've done this to me before. Like, fair. one of our very good friends who were very sad because he recently moved away. Mm-hmm. Um, but he as, was always friends with Matthew first. And right. then I moved into town and then we became friends. Mm-hmm. And so a couple of times when Matthew was in a around and we hung out without him and then Matthew would be a jealous 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 pants <laughs> and would like text me the whole time to be like what are you doing? I'm sorry. What are you doing now? Like what are you doing now? Like are you, what are you talking about me? And it's like no we're at dinner like well, chill. It's, okay coming from the perspective of someone <laughs> who has a slight case of friendship jealousy it's hard because you you imagine these two people and you're like in a very specific? self-centric oh okay specific yeah specific, specific only uh, not self-centric. We'll go with self-centric. That's uh, that's totally the way you should phrase that. In a self-centric way. Like, you think of them as, like, this is my best friend, and then this is my other, like, best friend. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's not that one of them, like, outranks the other in any way, or, like, but, like, I mean, like, they do in different ways, but whatever. The point is that they're supposed to be best friends with you, and it's not supposed to be, like, with each other. Because then you feel like you're left out, then you feel jealous that your one friend has a new best friend, and you feel jealous that your other friend has a new best friend. Mm-hmm. It's like a love triangle of friendship. It is, and you're completely on the outside. It's like uh, it's like a love uh, line, and then there's one person holding onto the line, like and like, no, don't drop me. And they're like, we're not gonna drop you, and you're like, yes, you are. <laughs> it's like the ground is like a foot below you, like just let go. Like, like it's fine. <laughs> we'll happily make a triangle once you drop. Right, right, right. Now yeah. we sound like testicles. Testicles. You don't want to make a triangle out of your testicles. If you have enough testicles to make a triangle, please see a doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Especially when they drop. (laughs) Good Lord. Uh, But I mean, like, I totally understand, like, friendship jealousy as well. I just, um, I tend to feel... You're just perfect, so you don't have the No, I was going to say, I tend to feel more (laughs) of a, like, anxious grace role, where, like, if I get jealous, like, I just voice it right away. I'm like, I need you to soothe my jealousy. Whereas I kind of do just act out a little bit like Yes, you do. Like, Will doesn't ever... That's the other thing I love about this episode, is that Will never, like, confronts them about it until, like, the very end. Yeah. I think even Grace is, like... Oh, are you jealous? And he's like, he can't, no. He can't verbalize it. He no, because he's a stunted, stunted man. Yes, he can't tell Grace about it. He mm-hmm. can't tell Jack about it. So he just kind of like acts out in these little ways. Yeah. I really liked that scene with Grace and Will where she sort of like, like soothes his like anxiety mm-hmm. about their friendship too. And then she tells that nice story about like junior year and that guy broke up with him. And so she hopped on her moped in the middle of winter and drove over yeah. and crashed her moped. <laughs> and so she like shows him this scar in her elbow. She's like, no, it's like us. my love for you is like this scar, ugly, but permanent. Yes. I think that was actually one of my other favorite things about the episode is I really thought it was going towards a, like a confrontation where Grace is like, will you left? Like I needed a friend, you know, like mm-hmm. it's, I'm still your friend, but, like, it's different. But, like, it really was her reassuring him of kind of the opposite. Like, you left, but, like, you're still my really close friend. Right. Like, just because I'm close with Jack now doesn't mean that I'm not as close with you as I always was. And I think the easier approach, and probably the one closest to a romantic approach, um, which is, you know, this this show always does, where it treats Will and Grace like a romantic couple, Mm -hmm. is for the partner who stayed behind to be like, well, like, you left, so I moved on. Yeah. And I I appreciate the show didn't take that route. Yeah. 
I think that we're both very hyper aware of the you left so I moved on trope because yes. we both recently saw The Few, but, yeah. which is a show that a theater company in town that definitely Matthew doesn't work for, maybe not, maybe definitely yes, I don't know, did. And it's, it's very beautiful, but that's one of the, like, the main plots of the show is that mm-hmm. someone left and the other partner moved on. So right. I think it was really nice that it didn't take that path. Because I think that would have... First of all, it would have been a big problem for them to deal with for the rest of the season, which also, I don't think they wanted to deal with. Also, they would have had to name, change the name of the show, because Will right. and Grace just doesn't work if Will and Grace aren't friends. <laughs> <laughs> but I I appreciated that Grace calmed Will, specifically by saying, like, you are being a crazy lady. Like, yeah. of course I'm your best friend. Look at this metaphor scar. Look at my metaphor scar. Is like, that the one from when your sister bit you because she thought you were a salami? No, no. it's on my thigh. You know that. <laughs> And it was just, it was a nice way to leave things. Yes. With, you know, we're talking about this idea of change, like with returning to the status quo, with a couple of things changed, mm-hmm. but most things still the same. Right, yeah. So the couple of changes we've seen are like Jack is still living in the apartment. So right. So Will and Jack are going to be roommates now. Probably foreshadowing a close relationship between um, Jack and Grace, mm-hmm. which we haven't had before. They've always kind of had more of an antagonistic relationship. Right. We only have had like a few real moments of bonding and those have been in episodes where like Jack and Grace kind of go off and do something weird right. like ice capades or antiques right. roadshow. And I think it's worth Grace exploring that connection with Jack because Jack really can give her an element of her self back. I don't know if that's the way to phrase it, but I mean that's the kind of what friendship is. It's giving a piece of yourself back. Yeah, and I think that Jack really kind of, for her, does represent some things that she's just not getting those needs back by Will. Yeah. And that's not, like, a bad thing. Like, Grace definitely has, like, a really silly side. Mm-hmm. Like, who will learn choreography to a Britney Spears song in her living right. room? Like, Will's just will not will the person. Will will do that, but it'll take him a lot more effort. Right. Like, Will's the person who will, like, resign, like, do ballroom dancing in your living room. Right. But, or he'll do a dance routine with you, but it won't be Britney Spears. Yes. Like, Will... It'll be, like, Cher. Right. Like, Will is very specific. Yeah. Whereas Jack is a little bit more spontaneous. Yes. So I feel like incorporating a closer relationship with Jack and some more spontaneity mm-hmm. is a good thing. Yes. But, I mean, like, we also see that, like, Jack and Will are probably going to be really close this season because mm-hmm. they're living together now. Mm-hmm. So that's going to bring up a bunch of different issues. Yeah. It may exacerbate the fact that Jack's always asking Will for money. <laughs> Um, but, I mean, I'm sure that Jack will not be paying rent in that apartment. Oh, I'm sure he hasn't been paying rent while Will was gone. Right, exactly. And he was charging all those groceries on his <laughs> on Will's tab. <laughs> oh my god, Will Truman, that's my name. <laughs> and then Grace walks out and is all like Jack, and she's he's like, you can call me Jack if you're my friend. Do you want to be my friend? <laughs> it was so fucking weird. I loved it. Yeah. <sighs> It was a good start to the season, though. It was. It was. And I feel like even the moments where they did let us all indulge in, like, the petty, sitcom tropey stuff that we knew was there, it was still funny. Yeah. Like, well, case in point is the conclusion of the episode, where after they've been fighting about, you know, Josh and Ben this whole time, Jack pops in his head and is like, so I think you should pick Ben. Mm-hmm. You know how I had that thing about Josh that I couldn't put my finger on? Well, I put my finger on it. <laughs> and it was his penis. Yes. So he um, hooked up with Josh. <laughs> Which is funny, but like, and, oh. And then, yeah, I know, party foul, right? <laughs> and then, and then like, Will turns to Grace and is like, how is it that you've dated yet another gay guy? Which well, brings me to what I am unfortunately aware is probably going to become a recurring segment, which I'm going to call Tessie's Bisexual Corner, (laughs) in which I discuss the fact that what the fuck 
Hey, it can't be a corner. Corners don't go both ways. It has to be like... Corners totally go both ways. What shit are you on? <laughs> if you sit facing out from the corner, you can go left or right. Okay, okay, you're right. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, you go into a corner, it comes to a point. Well, yeah. a wall, like, you can go both ways. No, no, ways. no, you don't face the corner. You face... You put your back to the corner. Oh, and you I turn see. out, and then you deliver Tess's bisexual I corner. I see. Do you also just, like, spread your legs for anyone right in the corner? Is that how that works? <laughs> I ain't no hoe. I take things slow until I feel at ease. <laughs> so if you don't know what that is, you should really be aware of our love of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend and the character Daryl who comes out as bisexual in season one. I think it's pronounced bioware. <laughs> so anyways, Tess is bisexual corner. What the fuck? Why did we have to immediately assume that Josh is gay. He's been dating canonically both Grace and some chick named Ocean. Like, why could we <laughs> oh, not I miss just... Ocean. We never met Ocean, but I missed her anyways. I just mean, like, the numbers are stacked to maybe, like, hint at this thing. It's weird. It's like, it's like being gay, but, like, instead of being gay, you're bi? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I will give Will and Grace the credit of if I found out that Jack slept with someone, I wouldn't want to sleep with them. I mean... Fair. Like, I don't care how monogamous we are or aren't. Like, that's a deal breaker. True. That's definitely not what they were going for. No, they just went, oh, he gay. Right. Okay. I mean, I remember saying right when Josh came on the show that I thought he was gay. Yeah, you did. Like, we can go back to the tape. Like, I'm not sure if it made it on the tape, but you definitely did say that the second we were introduced to him. So I'm not surprised. No. And I, I'm not saying that he has to be bisexual because he had sex with women, but he's old enough that he's probably bisexual. Yeah. It seems very unlikely that he's not. Yes. So I also feel bad for Ocean, if that's the case. I mean, maybe Ocean's into that. Maybe maybe she is aware of his bio-identity and respects it, and maybe. they have an open relationship already. So. Whereas Grace is a anti-bisexual prude who can't handle a man who likes men. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that I really don't like, is when people try to like excuse the bisexual awareness by being like, oh, it was the 90s. Like, fuck you. Like, I, there were bisexuals in the 90s. If they could list bisexual men on an AIDS pamphlet, they right. could realize they existed. <laughs> so, in summation, Josh is by suck my dick, the end. <laughs> oh. But Josh is gone now, presumably. Yes, so presumably we won't see ben him again. not. Yeah, he wasn't so in I this episode, so I guess Grace, is Grace and ben. ben are dating now. By default. Ex- yep. So that'll be exciting to see. Which makes me curious as to what's going to happen to the other women that uh, Ben was dating. I don't know. Well, I'm sure we'll see if they break up. Yes. So I'm guessing that uh, Macy Gray is not going to be in Ben's life any longer. Probably not. Or if she is, Grace will not be in Ben's life any longer. Conflict. Conflict. It's the root of all comedy. Yes. And bad marriages. And... Poop. <laughs> Head tilt? <laughs> oh. Well, I think that's all we have yeah, for this episode. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah, thanks for coming back and listening to us again. Or if this is your first time, again, that's weird. But, like, thanks for listening to us. Yeah, thanks for listening. And uh, go back and listen to some old stuff. Learn, yeah. learn some more things. Check it, Check out our social media pages, which Matthew will tell you how to find yeah, absolutely. right now. So we are on a lot of different places. We're on Twitter at Not A Couple Show. We are on Tumblr at notacouplepodcast.tumblr.com. You can email us at notacouplepodcast at gmail.com. We just got a Facebook account at Not A Couple. And we are on Mixcloud and 
iTunes, and all sorts of other places. And our show notes. They're on Medium. Yep. All right. Well, thanks again for listening. Yeah. Thanks so much. Uh, we will be back next week with more and more Will and Grace. Yes. I'm excited for season three. Yeah. I feel like this is a, another really good one, like season two was. Mm-hmm. And we've got some good momentum going into it. So, yeah, so let's power forward. All right. I'm excited. Well, anyways, thanks so much. I'm Tess. I'm Matthew. And this has been Not a Couple. Bye-bye. episode of Not A Couple was recorded in front of a live studio audience of one cat. Meow, meow, meow. Welcome to season three, Eliza. This episode of Not A Couple was sponsored by Metaphorical Memory Scar Clinic. Have an emotionally significant scar that just keeps on healing even though you still need it to prove a point to your best friend? Down at Metaphorical Memories, we'll slice that old wound right open again. Stitches not included. Not a licensed doctor. Don't sue us, please.